Hi, everybody. This is The Simpsons Show. I'm Robbie with my co-host, Matt, and we are here to talk about The Simpsons from the beginning. Matt, how are you? I am fantastic. Nothing about the city of New York or driving with a boot on your car? New York is a fantastic place, and I can't wait to go back. Okay. Easy peasy. We are brought to you by supporters on Patreon. You can support us by going to patreon.com slash The Simpsons Show. For only $2 a month, you gain access to all of our bonus content including episode reviews of King of the Hill and Rick and Morty and bonus episodes twice a month. I'm starting to write little pieces about references on there. Uh, all of our back content, years of content now. Uh, please encourage you to check it out. We have a person to thank, Matthew. We do. We do. Allison Ritchie. Thank you very much, Allison. Allison, you're the best. Only the truth. This week's episode is The City of New York versus Homer Simpson, episode 4F22, originally aired September 21st, 1997. Written by Ian Maxtone Graham, directed by Jim Reardon. In its original broadcast, it finished 18th, Nielsen rating of 10.7, approximately 10.5 million viewing households. It was the highest rated show on Fox that week, Matt. Was everything else in reruns? <laughs> hey. It beat King of the Hills season two opener. Oh my goodness, that's amazing. Uh, how to fire a rifle without really trying, which I think is a very good episode of King of the Hill. True. Um, I, don't, I do know that only Fox and CBS debuted new episodes that week. Everyone else was still doing uh, in the summer rerun stuff. So that probably why they finished 18th. I don't know why, you know, it's still the highest on, on Fox. So, Hey, people are excited about the Simpsons. Hmm. And I don't know. Maybe the ads were good that week, you know, about city of New York. Maybe that excited people. Who knows? Well, everyone loves New York and everyone loves the Simpsons. So them together would be a smash success. Does everyone like New York? I don't think that's true. Well, people who don't are wrong. Homer doesn't or like, live there. Homer doesn't like New York. Well, when is Homer even right? Um, that one time in Bart's comment. That's true. It's the one time he's been correct at anything. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the couch gag this week is uh, the family are dressed up like the Harlem Globetrotters and they do basketball tricks. <laughs> it's pretty good. I like it. That's clever. It's pretty clever. good. Uh, episode begins with uh, Mo getting ready for the evening rush by booting the rats back into their home. I, it's nice that Mo and the rats are like on a speak on a like a you know they talk to each other they're friends friendly. Well, yeah, I mean uh, they've been together a long time, you know. I guess they have ever since the rats fled from Bart's warehouse and Homer's enemy. They've had to <laughs> they've, so, so a little bit. They've a had few to, days. They've had to coexist. There's been, I mean they had an entire summer to get to know each other. Theoretically, Turns out they like each other. Yeah, um, all the barflies show up. The the standard six and. Mo gives them a little bit of a breakdown on crime in the city. Yeah, all right. Listen up, guys. The Springfield police had told me that 91% of all traffic accidents are caused by you six guys. All right. Yeah, I know, I know. But the bad news is we got to start having designated drivers. We'll choose the same way they picked the pulp. Everybody reach in and draw a pickled egg. Whoever gets the black egg, stay sober tonight. Same way they picked the Pope, Matt. Well, I mean, how else would you? Isn't there, like, smoke involved with the Pope? <laughs> yes, uh, white versus black smoke comes out of the chimney when the College of Cardinals has sele- selected their final candidate. By picking eggs. Well, yeah, of course. Okay. Uh, Barney, unfortunately, draws the black egg, and he is the designated driver. Which is disgusting. <laughs> Have you ever had a pickled egg, Matt? I have not. I haven't either. I don't like pickles anything, honestly. I like pickles. I don't like pickled anything else, which is kind of weird, but hey. I like I'll, I'll, a sweet pickled thing I will engage in occasionally. Ew, sweet pickle are the worst. You're a, you're an odd puzzle of a man, Matt. Nope. <laughs> but unfortunately, Barney, totally Barney is struggling even before Duffman arrives. This is the first appearance of Duffman. That's right. He's the most important person in the entire episode. Does it uses the Ferris Bueller so that song from Ferris Bueller? Yeah, the song. Um, Duffman shows up. I thought you had a clip. No, I did not have a clip. Not of this. Uh, I have. It's mostly visual. There's a lot of mostly visual gags in this episode. Uh, it, and uh, you know, just hearing a lot of is not necessarily going to be very entertaining. Uh, but Barney, uh, he's already struggling. With it before Duffman shows up and announces that Barney has won the bottomless, what is it, a bottomless 
a bottomless mug, mug. A bottomless mug of Duff Extra Cold. Duff Extra Cold. That's the, the brand I was trying to think of. Uh, and, hey, give Barney credit, at least in this situation. He doesn't cave. He, no, he, that, that, that's the most amazing thing, to be honest, is that he is totally up for it. Like, he's, he's like, no, no, I'm the designated driver. You know, it's I, I, I'm going to be strong here. Yeah. Uh, and so instead of caving and drinking some beer, he goes insane. Well, those are your two options, aren't they? I, <laughs> sometimes it seems like it is. Sometimes it does seem like your options are drink or go crazy. Uh, <laughs> as... We see the night wear on. Everyone parties. Duffman is very happy that uh, Mo uses designated drivers. Uh, Barney has to drive the rest of the guys home and misses the sweet, sweet drunk talk. No, to Playboy Mansion. Playboy Mansion! Shut up! It's my car, and I say we're going to the lost city of gold. Well, that's just drunk talk. Sweet, beautiful drunk talk. <laughs> Good night, Barney. Don't forget to bring back my car back tomorrow. Just slide it under the door. Yes, tomorrow. He he he. Just in, under the door. He in fact did they give cars back. He in fact does not come back to the next day with the car. He 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 disappears. Aww. For two months. That'd be that'd be well. That that's about how much time a bender takes, right? Um, I guess for Barney. <laughs> Barney's benders are two well, months yeah. two months long. Uh, but Homer has been putting up missing signs. We we cut to two months later, and Barney does show up in the trunk of a limousine. Barney, where's my car? All I remember about the last two months is giving a guest lecture at Villanova. Or maybe it was a street corner. <laughs> Burn on Villanova? Those, those, those are practically the same thing, right? What's wrong with Villanova? I have no idea. I, have no, I don't even know where Villanova is. Philadelphia. Oh, well. So it was pretty close to New York, so that makes sense. Yeah, it's, 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 it's relatively close. Um, Homer tries to build his own car. With mattresses, oh, the mattress doesn't, I would not, I'm not driving a car that Homer has built. I'm not driving a car anyone has built at home. I mean, people, like, basically make their own hot rods and stuff. Yeah, I guess, but those still make me a little, uh, a little hanky. I, if I'm, I might, in a safe environment. Try one out. (laughs) Yeah, like a safe area, like maybe a, a small, small local road. Or a test track situation? Well, test tracks are always okay. It's, it's you know, the open road. That's where scary things happen. I'm not, you know, it's a trial trial situation. Uh, Homer eventually receives a letter from New York where his car is. Uh, Homer hates New York. Dad, you got a letter from the city of New York. <laughs> Throw it away. Nothing good has ever come out of New York City. Dear motorist, your vehicle is illegally parked in the borough of Manhattan. My vehicle! If you do not remedy this malparkage within 72 hours, your car will be thrown into the East River at your expense. Oh, I don't want to go to New York City. Why not? New York is a hellhole. And you know how I feel about hellholes. Dad, you can't judge a place you've never been to. Yeah, that's what people do in Russia. It's actually oft, often also a thing people do in the U.S. Oh, yes. Yes, that, that's what humans do. Uh, <laughs> yes. Also, also, I love the word malparkage. Yeah, malparkage is a really good word. That's a really good word. Uh, and then we go into a, a long flashback sequence, which is really excellent and also entirely just listening to the entertainer. So I'm not – I didn't pull it. But it is – we're not given a time period. It looks like the 70s where Homer goes – Goes to New York City very, very briefly. Well, he has to get from uh, the the bus terminal to the train station, apparently. Yes, yeah, so a a, trim, a a a trek. At least it seems to be for Homer because he manages to have everything stolen from him and then upset both a pimp and chuds. Well, the chuds are pretty easy, but uh, you pimps are pretty imperturbable. I'm not sure how Homer pulled that off. He threw oh, a banana. Right. He threw his banana peel in his head. <laughs> th- I mean. I would be upset if I got hit in the face with a banana peel. Would too, but I don't know if I'd start chasing somebody over it. I guess that's... I mean, 
what if you just start walking towards them to confront them and ask them for an apology and they start running? I probably would not chase after them. Yeah, I probably would. Yeah, probably wouldn't either, especially in a city street. But it, it does, it paints a very, it, like, it's a funny portrait of 70s New York City. Which was a rough place. Yeah, it was. It wasn't great, but New York City of the 90s, late 90s, and today is relatively safe. Yeah. It's not. It's not what it was in the back in the day. Uh, Homer holds on to that though. He ha- he can't he can't let go of you know the te- the twelve minutes he spent in New York City, of which everything got stolen from him, including his hot dog. Well, yeah, I mean that that's the worst thing that ever happened to Homer is his hot dog <laughs> being stolen. It's a really I really like I really like the design in it they did a lot of great work in design designing everything in this episode like they purpose they had to animate a whole they had to animate new york city and they did a pretty pretty good job of it they sent people to new york city to take pictures and they've it's relatively accurate honestly and it starts with this you know this flashback which is entertainer works really well honestly as the soundtrack to that little scene um, the Simpsons are, I don't know, led by the rest of the family are, 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 what's the word I'm thinking of, Matt, are dead set on going to New York City, uh, and, and that is what ends the act. And that's when the chuds came at me. Oh, Homer, of course you'll have a bad impression of New York if you only focus on the pimps and the chuds. Oh, I'd love to see New York. We could all go with the bus company's special super sitter fare. Nine bucks? This one's on me. Great! We're all going to New York! Lousy bars is money. All right, New York. I'm coming back. But you're not getting this! Ted, our baby pictures were in there. Don't you start! <laughs> yep, that's what happens, all right. <laughs> I, uh, well, I, you know, I, you, you got to destroy everything for the New York can steal it from you. Nothing can get taken from you if you destroy it yourself. Exactly. Uh, I really, I, I had forgotten about Homer's little uh, Barton is money. <laughs> I, I, I really, I had completely forgotten about it. it really uh, surprised me. Uh, hey. Hey, hey, Matt, the Simpsons are going to New York yeah. City. Woo! Yay! Uh, but we learn in the beginning that uh, going to New York City on a bus, not the most fun way of doing things, uh, because I guess they transferred in Atlanta twice, uh, which we don't know where the Simpsons are from, so that could be a short trip or a long trip. And they didn't get the bus with restrooms, which would be intolerable. <laughs> like, what do you do? I mean... Every three hours I, you I, stop. I understand... Oh, that, that sounds terrible. Okay, well, I would not last. I would have to pee out the window. Well, but, hey Matt, yeah. if you if you want to talk about having to hold uh, your trip to the restroom, lucky for you, we get to have that conversation in a bit. Yeah, we do. It makes me very uncomfortable. <laughs> anyway, uh, we also get the joke with a super tall man from Twenty Two Short uh, Films about Springfield. Uh, he, he's back and uh, sitting behind Homer, and when Homer thinks his legs don't work, it turns out it's just the tall guys. Uh, of course, at this point, Homer has beaten his legs, so he's a little upset. But he lets it slide because he's a cool guy. He doesn't make Homer like pull down his pants and you know march down the aisle of the bus. Although that would have been funny <laughs> to see. Maybe that was maybe that joke got cut for time. You don't know. Maybe. Yeah, Homer is already upset, uh, but the rest of the family is is, is very excited. Uh, they're look at pointing out landmarks, you know, bridges and fun stuff. Bart sees ZZ Top, uh, who are more than likely actually rabbis rather than ZZ Top, but you never know. You know, I don't, I don't know what ZZ Top's accent sounds like. Texan. Uh, oh, okay. So it's probably not them. Uh, but Homer actually has a whole plan on how their time in New York is going to go. Now remember, criminals prey on small town folk like us. So if anyone asks, we're sophisticated millionaires from the Ozarks. Homer, you're scaring the children. Good. I don't want to spend one extra second in this urban death maze. You wait here at the bus station while I get the car. The bus station is just one of the sights we came to see. We'll meet you in Central Park at 5 o'clock. Oh, all right. But not a minute later. But once the sun goes down, all the weirdos turn crazy. I'm on to you. That's true of everywhere, by the way. At 5 o'clock uh, or sundown, I guess, is when all the weirdos turn crazy. Uh, it, just, it flicks a switch in their brains, and that's when they go nuts. Uh, but obviously, this is the wintertime because, uh, I mean... 
Yeah, I don't think it gets dark at five o'clock anywhere. It's not you know Edmonton in the summertime. No, it's we. Hey, in the summer we have our sun doesn't set till like ten thirty at night. Oh yeah, that's it's, right. It's yeah, very yeah. dark winters. Uh, also, astute listeners can off, can tell by that same uh, ethos when Matt and I record our episodes it's because the weirdos go crazy at night. That's true. When we get a little loopy, you know, when we're mm-hmm. recording late. Yeah, you can tell. Uh, I I also the I'm watching you. I'm I, on to you. I yeah that's I yes all the time constantly. I just, I, the last time I was in New York, uh, the first time actually, I, I just went around saying that to everybody, and more than a few people gave me a scared looks. So I'm pretty sure they were up to something, and they, they thought that I was on to them. So. Yes, obviously, it was them. It was them yep. who were up to things. They yep. are the problem. Totally it was, was not me. Yes, I again the the <laughs> Homer's. Hey, we'll just go to New York City and sit in a bus station all the, all day long. That sounds like a really great vacation. I like Marge's. The bus station is just one of the places we came to see. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I, I, I I think this episode does. I'm not. I feel like all the successful The Simpsons leave their own city episodes all function on the basic premise of Springfield is a very unique setting it is the home of this of the simpsons and the home of the show the simpsons and so everything outside of it is a different universe different rules and i think fundamentally i I like this episode a lot is because it feels like homer's idiocy it doesn't matter in springfield because springfield is set up to basically counteract it (laughs) <laughs> he evolved he he was born in springfield it raised him that's that's how he uh yeah you know, but works when he there when he leaves the rules aren't the same in all those different places and sometimes like in uh you only move twice it's actually better for him it's actually like even more pro homer but in new york city a real a real actual place it's all it new york city is homer's true enemy it is. Yeah. It is. Well, it's, it the, won't the more realistic, him. the more realistic the city, the uh, worse things get for him. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, the cartoonier the city, the better. That's why Cypress Creek works so well. Because Cypress Creek was completely fake. What? The the the, the cartoonier the city, the better Homer. No, uh, Matt, you can't works in it. You're breaking my heart. You next, you're going to tell me Santa Claus isn't real. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Santa Claus is real, but he died years and years ago of uh, liver poison and diabetes. Oh, I saw that movie. It's called The Santa Claus? Exactly. Tim Allen is now Santa Claus? Yep. Also not necessarily a good thing? (laughs) No. No, it is not. (laughs) So, are you done? You done? What do you mean, am I done? I'm not done. No, we sure. still got like an hour to go. I'm not done at all. What are you talking about? All right. I, I want to make sure this digression was finished. Uh, so at this point, after Homer has given us his plan and had it knocked down, we follow Homer where he finds out that his car is at the World Trade Center. Uh, so this episode, uh, you know, spoilers out there for you who want to watch it. It might make you a little uncomfortable. Power through it. It's cool. Nothing bad happens. Everything it, is still there at the end. No, it's it's a, it's a weird thing. It's It's a thing that Above everything else in this episode, colors it differently than when it debuted. It is, like, I think a lot of The Simpsons does not feel dated. I think you can watch season three, and it doesn't feel old to me. It feels like it could have come out last year. You watch this episode, and it, through no fault, of, through, no, through no real fault of its own, it just, it, it, it can't help it. You know, the, after 9-11, this episode got taken out of uh, syndication for a few years. And I think mostly probably a good decision. Yeah, probably. And it's mostly back now. I think mostly, mostly it's aired again in syndication. Uh, and, and it's, and they chose to use the twin towers mainly because it was a very, it's very iconic. You know, you think of the empire state building and you think you thought of the twin towers when you thought of New York city statue of Liberty, you think that, like, and they yeah. visit all those places in this episode. And like, it's a good reason to pick the cities because People who aren't from New York City, who have never even been there, can still recognize all these, you know, very memorable landmarks. And when they they said that when they realized that there's a plaza between the two towers, they're like, that is where we have to put Homer's car. It has yeah, to be. That's, a, that's the place where people would understand. It has to be like the most the the most New York place that a car could conceivably get to. And it's a little it's it's weird because. It's not like it, 
like nine eleven has just been a fact of life for for I was in middle school when it happened, and it's just been like it's just there. It's a thing that you know looms over us as a a part of history now. And seeing them in this in this episode is it's it it didn't make me uncomfortable. It just made me immediately realize, oh right, that it immediately dated the episode, and immediately. Oh, there's a couple lines in there that maybe a little that are regrettable with in hindsight, especially like they put all the jerks in Tower, Tower One. One yeah. yeah, that's a little that's a little rough. But other than that, it's just I, I feel like it mostly just dates the episode directly. Yeah, it, it doesn't do any. They're not like super offensive about anything. It's just this was a part of New York. Now it's not. So you got to think about that when you watch the episode, which might make you a little sad. Yeah, so. and that that's the other thing. Like it's. I don't know. I I think most people. I think it's the reason it, it's gotten back into syndication is that most people have c- come to terms with what's happened. You know, it's not all. It's not easy, but and but I think most of us have just. I, I think enough time has passed that it feels. I don't know. Okay, at least it's not necessarily a good feeling, but it. You know, it's 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 just another thing. Another it's another thing that really it like before that happened. This episode was just hey Homer goes to the city. And after that, it's like Homer goes to the city and also the Twin Towers are in this episode. Yeah. But, oh, well, we can get past it. We can and we will. Uh, we, we we are. We are right now shooting right past it. <laughs> uh, we go back to uh, Bart, uh, Lisa, and Marge, who are at the Statue of Liberty and have somehow gotten inside all the way to the top, which I, I don't think you can do anymore, uh, last I heard anyway. Uh, but Bart yells to the immigrants that the country is full, they have to leave, and they take him at his word. Uh, the ship captain takes all the stereotypical, you know, early 20th century immigrants and says they'll try Canada, which is probably a good choice at this point. Well, I hate to break, like, all the preconceptions that Canada is some magical liberal paradise or anything, but it's really hard to be, be become be, like become a resident of Canada as an immigrant as well. It's well, not, it's, really it, hard to come, yeah. it's not, it, it doesn't matter. It's still, like, really impossible. If, like, if you're from Syria or, you know, any other any country in the middle east or from the east anywhere that's not even america it's very very hard to become uh to to get to immigrate to canada it's they have very stringent uh entrance and their and their records on immigration is not uh, not you know justin trudeau is a very handsome man very uh charismatic but his record on immigration is not great well that's sad yeah. thanks for bringing us down robbie i'm just i just i have as uh, living in Canada, I have started following Canadian politics very loosely, and the left in Canada is still they're, they, they Trudeau's kind of like Obama in that he's a let's say like quote unquote a good leader, but there's still problems. Well, thank you for that lesson on yeah. current Canadian politics. Back to our I'm... escapist fantasy. <laughs> I'm an I'm by no means an expert, so please don't take anything I say with. Well, you're closer to the, you're closer than I am. So hey, that worked out for us. Okay. Anyway, uh, at, at that point, we go back to Homer, who is attempting to bite the boot off the car. Oh, uh, that, which, oh, that uh, makes me. Oh, it's so bad. I hate. I know. That first, feel- first of all, trying to put your teeth on a metal bolt makes me, you Ugh. know, cringe inside. But then you think about <laughs> all the nasty germs that must be on that boot. It's the. Uh, it's just that's really. Chew it. The ch- mm, that does not. I don't. That's the most unsettling thing to me in this entire episode. Is over putting his mouth on the boot and then trying to bite. Oh, come on, man. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 horrifying. It is a nice way to put it. It doesn't work, obviously. What? what? You, you can't Crazy. Work. Uh, so he calls uh, the number on the boot uh, after someone in the towers yells at him uh, because, you know, New Yorkers are helpful. They're not the nicest, but they're very helpful people. Uh, his appeal is immediately rejected uh, because that's <laughs> that's how fast bureaucracy works. And uh, he has to wait for a parking officer to come take the boot off. So poor Homer has to wait by his car from nine to five, which is who knows how many hours. It's a lot of hours. I mean, can't, it's too high a number to count. It is. It really is. Did you not? He's gonna do it, Matt. Did you not pull the phone call to to the the parking people? I did not. No. Uh... But luckily for you, I did pull the clip of them on the subway. Okay. Here's a better idea. 
You give me your address and I'll write to you. Uh, okay, uh, just send it to Jesus, uh, care of the Pentagon. I'm so glad we took the subway. Laser wart removal. Wow, the future is here. Hey, where's Bart? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry to disturb your pleasant ride, but unlike yourselves, I was born without taste buds. Let me demonstrate. I'm in over my head here. Thank you for your time. Bart's so polite. He does something absolutely <laughs> awful, but then thanks the people for their time. He's, he's, uh, again, the licking. The white, the... Uh, <laughs> the idea of... of... Just, oh, anything in New York, touching it with your tongue makes me want to die inside a little. <laughs> the, uh, the subway in particular. I don't. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> Even though somebody's been running on the same car for like the last 30 years, right? Oh, you mean the tremendous problems they're having with uh, New York subway lines right now? You're, are you saying no, that there might no, be no. issues there, Matt, just because of the age and the complete lack of, you know, the, the infrastructure upgrades that even as a nation we sometimes face? You might be taking yes. taking hold in New York City. That's exactly what I'm saying. Okay, good. Okay. Glad you caught on to that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, we also see in the background that the Jets are re- recruiting from the New York subway. <laughs> I have to just call a number and you're on the team. And funnily and funny enough, like it's 20 years later, still, hey, New York Jets still could easily be recruiting from the subway. Well, New York's got a lot of talent that rides the subway. You know, I mean, Jets don't. Hey, I was gonna. I'm not even. I don't even follow football that closely anymore. But the Jets, it just it just keeps coming back around. It's it could be 1997 or 2000. I mean, they've had a couple years of success in between, here and there. A couple. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what we go back to Homer now, and uh, everyone thinks he's homeless. So those are giving him change, and then he starts to say, "No, no, it's okay. I'm not homeless." And then gets into it, and then resents a woman who does not uh, get him give him money because uh, he, he's homeless. Uh, he, he counts up the money, and it's enough to get something to eat. So uh, he tries. He fails, but he tries. Get your club, Kalosh! Hey, uh, could you go across the street and get me a slice of pizza? No pizza. Only a club, Kalosh. Oh, shoo. All right, all right. Give me one bowl. No bowl. Stick. Stick. Oh, jeez. Oh, That's just awful. Hmm. Now, what do you have to wash that awful taste out of my mouth? Mountain Dew or crab juice? Ugh! Oh, jeez. I'll take a crab juice. Uh-oh. Uh, you got a men's room in there? Only club cash. Men's room in tower. Tower. So, yes, Homer eats the wonderful Klaukalosh and, uh, sorry, Klaukalosh and drinks delicious crab juice. Way too many. Uh, and ends up having to go to the bathroom extremely badly. I would eat some Klaukalosh. I'd try it. I don't know what it is, but I'd try it. It's made up. It's not a real thing. Oh, okay, good. As far uh-huh. as, as, far as then, I could tell, the internet told me that it's not a real thing. It's meat on a stick that's all over Yeah, New it's York, a kebab. Right? It looks like, like a kebab. That's what it looks like to yeah. me. Which it looks I, like a kebab made of organ meats. I'd eat that. And intestines. I would eat that. You would. I know. <laughs> I, um, at least once. You got to try it. Sure. Sure. You, you you sure do. Or or not. You know. Not. It's, it, looks, anyway. it looks good. If you say so. Homer's licking the stick by the end of it, okay? Don't tell me it's not good. Well, true. You just have to break through the initial whatever. <gasps> yes. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Anyway, uh, we go back to Bart Marge, and Lisa. No, wait, 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 wait. I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Crab juice or Mountain Dew? Mountain Dew, easily. I enjoy Mountain Dew. <sighs> yes. Are Are you a Mountain Dew hater? Is that what it is? This is. I share Homer's opinion of the matter. Wow, that's all right. If you say so, yeah. Um, Mountain the, Dew I'll, is it's pretty I'll, okay. I'll take the crab juice. Oh, crab juice. That sounds awful. You don't like crab? <sighs> uh, not particularly, no. I like crab. Crab juice is probably good. Easy. C- open and shut. Sure. If you say so. I I just did. Yeah, fine. Fine. <laughs> Bart, Marge, and Lisa are in Chinatown looking at some skinned rabbits in a window because that's what kids love is skinned animals in windows. They're sleeping upside down and inside out. 
Uh, Bart then starts a uh, fire by putting some lit fireworks back, uh, or they have a, a racist fire drill because that's that's how New York goes, apparently. I mean, uh, I, I, I don't know if it's fair to call it racist, Matt. Uh huh. Chinese fire drill is like a real. It's the name of a thing. It's a real thing. Yeah, but the Chinese aren't the only ones who like fireworks. What do you mean Chinese people don't like fireworks? I'm saying they're, they're not the only ones who like fireworks. I know, but the Chinese fire drill is an unrelated thing, and then you juxtap- juxtapose it with a, an actual fire thing, and it's funny. A joke. All right, all right, if you say so. I mean, it's so. not. I think it's all right. I don't know. Calling it fra- just straight up racist, so I think it's a little harsh. Fine, fine. We'll let each individual listener uh, decide. Uh, we go back to Homer, uh, who runs all the way up to one of the towers when he, he just can't handle it anymore of how badly he has to pee, and to find that their bathroom is out of order, which uh, really has to suck. Because the, the Twin Towers were, you know, hundreds of stories high. or They were over 100 stories, weren't they? I believe they were. Okay. So, yes, that would have been a long elevator ride, and he probably had to stay in the line for quite a while. Uh, so he has to go all the way back down, go over the next tower, go up. And as he is leaving the bathroom, he looks outside to see the parking officer waiting for him and giving him another ticket because he is not by his vehicle. And with that, he screams, and we go to commercial. Parking officer Steve Grabowski gives him a ticket, Matt. Well... <laughs> Is that the one that shows up? That is. I thought that was just the one on the phone. Okay. No, I think Steve Grabowski is the parking officer that comes to remove your boot. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I think so. And also give you an extra $250 fine for not waiting by your <laughs> car, uh, which is what happens. When he comes back, uh, Homer discovers a uh, another ticket and the slew of tickets on his windshield. I, I still have one one thing to say about Homer having to use the restroom. Homer, he, he jumps right into his car. After this, by the way. Yeah, so, it's so like you got had, all those cans. He had, guy. he had access to his car, so he could get into the car. And he had all those cans. I'm not saying it's a great situation. But we've all been there at some it's point. Sometimes, sometimes, you know, you got to make do with what you got. So it's not, I mean, he was looking at, literally, he was going to go to the bathroom in a, in a, in a post office mailbox. Box. <laughs> so I don't, the getting in your own car and rolling up the windows and like, you know, hiding down and using a crab juice can, you know. Not the worst idea. Probably would have been my choice in this situation, but, you know, nice bathrooms are nice bathrooms. Also, I probably would have just used the ladies' room in the first tower. Yeah. It's like it, they could kick you out, but you hate this place, so you're never coming back anyway. I know, exactly. And, frankly, you don't need to pay those tickets either, because well, they're not going to hunt you down. Yeah. It's municipal. Um, if it wasn't for the you know. Yeah. Uh, so, he gets another $250 fine. Homer's been waiting all day. And everything that happens to Homer is just a further, like, it's just making New York City worse and worse and worse. It is, there's, he's not, it's, it's not redeeming itself. It is, all it's doing is confirming all of Homer's worst thoughts about the city. Uh, so he goes crazy and starts driving with the boot on, which would destroy your car. And probably wouldn't work, man. I mean, you don't have that much torque to get a, a boot around and to destroy your car like oh, that. that. That car is very powerful, man. Did you know? Uh, apparently there was actually, I believe on the Simpsons subreddit, someone posted a picture of someone who had attempted to drive with a boot on and they did not get very far before they stopped. No, I can't imagine they would, (laughs) but I mean, Homer just, he, he does a lot of damage to his car to be fair. Uh, we cut back to Marge and Lisa. They are freaking out over shoes, which Matt has decided to add four question marks on her notes after this note, four question marks. I mean, Okay. My problem with this is Marge has remarked in the past that she has two pairs of shoes and doesn't need any more. And Lisa doesn't seem like the kind of of person who would be into shoes. So why are they all of a sudden just freaking out about shoes? Okay. It seems slightly out of character. They haven't seen these kinds of shoes before. The New York shoes? High fashion. Oh, of course. That's totally turned them around on it. I mean, what is – how does Marge react when she first sees that – the dress? The Chanel dress. Um, yeah, kind of similarly, I guess. Uh, okay, and that's the like they don't have they don't have any exposure to high fashion. And I would say Lisa is a little girl. She at at one spot of time is a Malibu Stacy collector. True, There's but, still uh... she's still a little girl. She still likes some little girl things, even though she actively fights against kind of gender norms occasionally. Hey. Myself, I see a fancy high fashion shoes. Sometimes I go, "Wow, those are pretty fancy high fashion shoes." I want to go look at them for a bit. Can't say I've ever felt that way about a shoe. Well, you're 
in this situation, Matt, you're like Bart. That's true. Any situation involving clothes, I'm pretty much me and Bart are on the same page. Bart gets bored of them staring at shoes and visits Mad Magazine. Excuse me, is this Mad Magazine? No, it's Mademoiselle. We're buying our sign on the installment plan. <laughs> uh, seriously, though, um, my name is Bart Simpson. My father has a subscription. I'd like the grand tour, please. Listen, kid, you probably think lots of crazy stuff goes on in there, but this is just a place of business. Oh, okay. Get me Kaputnik and Phonebone. I want to see the drawings for the new kids on the black. And where's my Verschlugging up pastrami sandwiches? Wow. I will never wash these eyes again. Never. Well, you don't really wash your eyes all that much, so hey, that shouldn't be too hard. Um, you ever read Mad Magazine? I haven't. I, I think I did once when I was a kid, but, uh, you know, it wasn't really my thing. I enjoyed Mad Magazine quite a bit when I was a child, especially roughly Bart's age. Um, I think it works. I, I think the Simpsons writers over the years have all been on record of saying they love Mad Magazine. And I am, I, I, I think there was a very brief window in time in that, in the nineties when Mad Magazine had sort of a resurgence. And now I think, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know if it's culturally relevant at all anymore. Do you think there's still kids buying Mad Magazine? I don't think so. I don't think anyone really buys any, any young people buy magazines at all anymore. It doesn't feel like. I, I think you're right in your first, uh, first the first statement before you corrected yourself. Young people buy anything. I think that's well. You get so much stuff for free. I guess that's true. I'm trying to see if, if I can find a Mad Magazine circulation right now. Okay, as of 2015, it was 267,000. That's still pretty darn good. It's still pretty good. All right then. That tells me something about Mad Magazine. I'm glad. I like. I, I'm. I'm glad Mad Magazine's still around. It's a really cool. People flick. still need things to read on the toilet when they forget their phones. <laughs> or you can read Mad Magazine on your phone. That's true, but I don't know if that counts as circulation. If you're subscribed to an online service, I don't know if they have yeah, that's one. That's true. I don't know. Um, Homer is trying to get out of the city. The boot is making a tough time of it. He steals a jackhammer from a construction worker and half destroys his car, but does get the boot off in a spectacular scene that unfortunately is almost all visuals. Yeah. So I can't really, I can't really pull it, but it is really great. And Homer is getting increasingly, increasing frustrated. He's actually, to be fair, being very polite to everyone he is encountering in New York City. It's true. I mean, he's kind of screwing up their days, but he's being nice about it. He's like, excuse me, sorry, I'm sorry, I know you're frustrated. And then he gets the boot off, continues driving. Uh, Also, I think, gives a very accurate uh, portrayal of my experience with New York City traffic, in which there's uh, 100 cars trying to get through a three-lane road, and two of the lanes are closed. Yeah, but why would you ever drive anywhere near New York? I don't understand. Sometimes you gotta get places, man. True, but that's what the subway and walking are for. Sometimes you only have a day in the city. And then you you walk. It's still faster than driving. Sometimes people make bad decisions. Well, that's true. (laughs) We also get our look at the new hot Broadway play, Kicking It. How do you find the defender? He's guilty of mayhem, exposure, indecent. Freaked out behavior, both chronic and recent. Drinking and driving, narcotics possession. And that's just page one of his ten-page confession. I should put you away where you can't kill or maim us. But this is L.A. and you're rich and famous. Checking in. He's checking in. I'm checking in. Checking in. No more pills or alcohol. No more pot or Demerol. No more stinking fun at all. I'm checking in. He's checking in. He's checking in. No more looking pale and thin. No more bugs beneath your skin. Hey, that's just my aspirin. Chuck it out. Your check When I grow up, I want to be in the Betty Ford Center. 
Better start saving now. It's very expensive. Shh. They're strapping down Liza Minnelli. It's very good. <laughs> it is very good. They'll make a musical out of anything in New York. Uh, apparently, the 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 uh, actor that is that's supposed to be is Robert Downey Jr. Well, that makes sense. Who at the time was having some problems, and is now uh, the super big movie star. So it works. Yep, that, that's that's how you win. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the families, we've seen them bounce around the city. They're seeing all the great sides. They've seen the Statue of Liberty. They're seeing a Broadway play. They're visiting Bad Magazine. <laughs> Homer is going increasingly crazy as he's trying to get out of the city. That's all he wants to do at this point is just leave. Uh, the family is taking a carriage ride through Central Park as the sun sets. Uh, and Homer, they have a, a Ben-Hur-esque uh, scene <laughs> where Homer chases down the carriage in in the, the half-destroyed family car, runs them off the road, and picks up the family. Uh, as they leave, Lisa is asking if they can come back. Come on, let's go. Everyone into the car now. Tell your friends to ask for Jimmy. What a magical city. Can we come back next year, Dad? We'll see, honey. We'll see. As Homer's, yep, we'll totally as Homer's pelted in the face with uh, biological waste. Well, yeah, that happens all over New York, right? That's what everyone gets pelted with. No, I think it's this is all uniquely Homer. I think none of the family they're almost, they're immune to all of this. Homer is not. Poor Homer. It's it's again. I think it's just an inversion of like Springfield is perfect for him, but if he goes other places, it, they're openly antagonistic towards his very existence. So the the rest of the world has a uh, immune system that keeps him out. Yeah, exactly. I think that's exactly right. It the white blood cells of New York City are just trying to drive Homer out of the city, and they're they're successful. They leave. Also, it, uh, the the end credits are you get a New York, New York, and you get a lovely zoom out shot uh, as if shot by a helicopter of the city. That is actually pretty representative. They did a really good job of of animating uh, New York City as they left, and they purposely talked to Fox to make so, make it sure that Fox would not run advertisements over the end credits because they wanted people to see, you know. The well, they're important ones. Yeah, the animation. They did a good job. Uh, that's how the episode ends. A, a very good episode. Very funny. I got nothing to add. This is a great episode. I really enjoy it. As having recently, as of this year, been in New York for the first time, it's great. Yeah, New York City is a, a fine place. I, I, I think it... I don't I don't know. I think that Homer's view of it is it makes perfect sense for Homer in both in like in the continuity sense and in kind of out continuity sense. It Homer is a guy that's really not left his home very often and the one time he's been in a place it stole everything from him. So he's bitter and then he gets back and everything just it's like a this brutal cycle that just works against him <laughs> and punishes him more and more and more. And I also like to think, you know, that New York is a real place and Homer is not a real person. So you put him in New York City and it's just going to make things go bad. Well, yeah, like you said, Homer doesn't exist anywhere but Springfield easily. And driving with a boot on is just one of the fant most fantastic sequences in, in The Simpsons. It's just him. Homer's, you know, Homer, like it's the that kind of portrayal is that scene kind of really encapsulates what we love about Homer so much and also why he's also kind of a little bit reprehensible a la Homer's yeah. enemy is just like this this drive this drive and opt obstinacy to no I'm leaving and I don't care if there's a boot in my car I am going and that stubbornness is why we why we love Homer and also why he's often you know it's not necessarily it's not necessarily like a good thing for a real person to do but it's very funny and it almost admirable the the links he'll go to get to get out and it's it's great i don't know there's just crab juice cloth collage steve Grabowski checking in there's a lot that people will remember in this yeah episode. it's very memorable episodes hilarious i it's i don't know there's not there's no it doesn't feel like there's any filler in it it feels it has that that same kind of pacing that everyone 
that I don't know that I love The Simpsons for is that it's fast and it doesn't waste anything. Even like the longer stretches of Homer sitting next to his car feel <laughs> you can feel kind of his unease and uncomfortableness. Imagine being that person. Imagine walk having to sit next to your car in the middle of New York City waiting. Oh, that would be awful. It would be the worst. But it's a great episode. We will rank it at the end of the show. Uh, a couple, uh, uh, more than a couple, a few submissions for my favorite episode. Uh, first from Jason, City of New York uh, versus Homer Simpson is my favorite episode. The way it starts with Duffman coming into the music, Homer going from one twin tower to the other, just one of the funniest episodes revolved around the funniest character in the cartoon world, Homer Simpson. Reminds me of dad's, my dad's reaction to how he feels about New York City being from Long Island. I love how the family finds the fun in New York City while Homer just finds all the crazy situations. Getting that boot off the car really says it all. <laughs> uh, from Joshua, my favorite episode is City of New York versus Homer Simpson. I'll be the first to admit this is a large part due to my love of New York itself, but I feel this is to me the funniest, most entertaining, and most rewarding upon multiple viewings of any episode. Do you see this as a reversal of the ideas of Homer's enemy, where instead of bringing the real world to the Simpsons, you bring the Simpsons to the real world? It further enforce the idea that the two are completely separate and cannot exist together. And this added element puts it above all the episodes for me. I agree. Alan has his submission city of new york versus homer simpson is my favorite episode every moment is incredibly funny and memorable homer's flashback to why he hates new york is what every family guy flashback wishes it could be the entire sequence toward the end where homer starts to drive with the boot on the car is fantastic and incredibly well animated seeing the family drive home where everyone but homer has a good time is one of the best endings i can think of best episode ever mm-hmm. if you have a favorite episode simply send it in simpsonsopod at gmail.com explaining why a certain episode is your favorite and i'll read it when we get there Next up, Matt, it is time for comments on the news group. Okay, here we are. Alt.nerd.obsessive. Comments on the news group is where I'll comb through the old Alt.tv.simpsons news group, see what people were talking about a week or two after an episode debuted, see if they uh, what they thought of it, if there's anything else noteworthy, newsworthy. Um, it was mostly very positive, which makes sense. It's a very good episode. Matt. I can't say I'm shocked. I mean, like I said, uh, it, it is a little weird because we're so used to the news group's being negative on the good episodes, but sometimes they get it right. There's there were some negative Nancys. Well, there always are. I, I don't. I don't. There's yeah. There's. It seems. I don't think we're ever gonna get a universally acclaimed. Since like those days are gone at this point. You know, beginning yeah. of season nine. I don't. The way that the news group is, the way that the show is, you're not gonna ever see. Hey, everything is great. There are always gonna be some people who are upset because of the way the show has changed over the years and the way that the, the fandom has reacted. Also, there might be explanation for why they chose Villanova for Barney's little. Oh, really? Statement. Maybe. And I, I don't know. I find this a little spurious. I'm not necessarily sure it's true. This is the reason that this is what the news group came up with. Um, uh, and I think it's, this is submitted from someone who it, it, I think works or worked at the time at Villanova. Uh-huh. And apparently at the, Around the time that this episode would have been production, there was a controversy about Villanova banning the sale of Cliff's Notes on their campus, I think is what it oh, was. Wow. Because Cliff's Notes are the devil. Can't have those. Oh, uh, God, no. You know, you can't have people using them as study aids. It'd be the worst. I don't know. I, it's, at this point, it's, <laughs> it's, all of that is laughable now with the internet. It's kind of, yeah. it's ridiculous. The idea, oh, they can't buy study, study aids at all. Uh, and that's only on the campus, by the way. You could easily just walk down the street and buy actual buy them from another store that's not on the campus. But that their hypothesis is that the writers who are just they were look, maybe looking for a college in the Northeast to to use, and Villanova was in the news for a short amount of time. Maybe they just picked up on that. Maybe that was their guess, and that's the only one I've ever seen as to why they just randomly picked Villanova. So sure, why not? Works for me. Yeah. Uh, nothing much else aside from the usual stuff, because it's always there. Always. 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 Um, we can move on to our next segment. It's time for the listener question of the week. Let's try one more number. <gasps> Yellow. KBBL is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog, we have a wiener. Yellow. Our listener question of the week this week is, what is your favorite season eight moment? It's tough to pick. It season, really is. Season there. eight is great. And I was, it made me reconsider my choice as I was reading through them because there's so many good ones. Uh, first, from, first from Kevin, Homer waking up from his hallucination at the golf course from Kent Brockman whistling for security to the pro shop to the talking dog. It's my favorite moments in the entire series for sure. Wait a minute. There isn't a thing as a talking dog. Woof. 
damn straight. Uh, Heather, I've been waiting and waiting for you guys to, to get to season eight simply to hear you talk about the mysterious voyage of Homer. Absolutely one of my top three. So many funny moments in this episode. Homer whining about the cook-off, the wooden spoon. They say he whistled it, whittled it from a bigger spoon. Johnny freaking Cash has a space coyote. The tortoise, sunrise, sunset, sunrise, sunset, sunrise, crash. Marge and the kids' reaction to Homer after he wakes up. The way Homer and Marge reconcile because they have a profound and mystical understanding. And, of course, Earl. <laughs> uh, Justin... Okay, Matt. You see where I'm at? You see where we're going? Yep. Okay. You want to be you want to be Scorpio? You want to be Homer? I don't care. Uh, I'll be I'll be I'll be Scorpio. You can be Homer. How about that? Okay. Uh, uh, uh hi, Homer. What can I do for you, sir? You know where I can get some business hammocks. Ha- hammocks. My my goodness, what an idea. Why didn't I think of that? Hammocks, Homer. There's four places. Uh, there's the hammock hut. That's on third. Uh huh. There's hammocks R us. That that's on third too. Uh, you you got put your butt there. Mm-hmm. That that's on third. Swing low, sweet chariot. Matter of fact, they're all in the same complex. It's the hammocks complex on third. Oh, the hammock district. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that is definitely in the top three. It's of, really of every moment. yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, from Abby, Ned's freak out in Hurricane Nettie. We learned so much about a character we thought we knew by seeing him unravel like that. It's brilliant. It's true. Kevin, nothing will ever top Scorpio. He didn't even give you his coat. Uh, Brian, <laughs> not to step on Robbie's toes, but Frank Grimes' freak out and subsequent funeral is perfect television. Uh, David's answer, Robbie winning the new Google trivia challenge. Oops, I must have sat on that fish. Different timeline. <laughs> it's going to happen. May, I mean, we have like 20 plus more seasons to go. Like, it's just odds. Like, eventually I'll pull it out or yep. I'll just or I'll start cheating and then I'll win. Uh, from Cody, can't believe this wasn't posted yet. Uh, break whistle Homer. Oh, my God. What's happening now? We work hard. We play hard. Uh, from Quinn, we just heard this place existed. <laughs> uh, from Graham, in your face, Space Coyote. Space Coyote? Uh, from Simpsons Loops at Simpson Luber, I sleep in a racing car. <laughs> oh, Kirk. Uh, John at John Wynn 51. That was my wife. Yeah. And we lost about it. Maybe single people eat crackers. We don't know. Frankly, we don't want to know. It's a market we can do without. Salve Troy at Salvador Vieira. Oh, it's Mr. Burns. Kill him. Kill him. Uh, Channel Surfing Pod at Channel Surf Pod. I wouldn't take it down if I were with you. It's a load-bearing poster. Uh, the whole town's failed attempts to rebuild the Flanders house. From one bad ombre at Mondo Spree Films. I'm from Canada, and they think I'm slow, eh? And they're right. Oh, Alex, a kid, whatever, man. I've got another problem. This one's about my cat. Yeah, shut up. I'm asking her. <laughs> oh, sorry, that's, that's one of my favorites, too. Yeah. Duve at Duve. Okay, I've slept on MIB when Homer, Hank offers Homer cream for his coffee, or when Bart tells Homer he'll smoke anything Slims. Nice. <laughs> Do you want you want cream? No, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> Michael at Michael EYOB. E- e- uh, favorite moment is when Flanders reveals that he keeps kosher, just to be on the safe side. And finally, Kane, uh, I anticipate this will be an extremely popular answer, but I have to say the utterly bizarre, brilliant roller coaster at home. Albert Brooks takes us on an ad-libbing the entire hammock district, and you only move twice. Homer's confused when one replies. Scorpio lists off the hammock stores. It's made all the more hilarious when Homer is entirely familiar with the hammock district after all. Uh, seen as such an old-timey comedy routine feel to it, and it encapsulates how brilliant the show used to be. Matt, what's your answer? I'm actually going to have to go with uh, in Homer versus the 18th Amendment uh, when Rex Banner is saying, you're out there, Beer Baron, and I'll get you. And Homer is no, just shouting into the no, wind. You no, won't. you won't. <laughs> no. that, is, that is one of my favorite of all time. No. Uh, my answer is probably not, not too surprisingly is from Homer's Enemy. It is the dinner scene. The invitation. Yeah. Grimes yeah. completely basically just destroying homer's concept of what reality is <laughs> and then and then wait you mean i've had privilege and then and then capped with uh bart's scotchy there dad that is yeah. uh, I, I i love everything about it next week's question what is your favorite barney quote when he did a guest a guest lecture at villanova or was it a street corner mm, we'll never know we'll never know uh, post this question on all the social media, facebook.com slash the Simpson show pod, Twitter at Simpson show pod. And you can email us at Simpson show pod at gmail.com. Any of those places you can follow us. You can like us. You, subs- you can subscribe or, you know, the internet thumbs up, heart, thumbs up, thumbs up, heart, all the different things you do on the, the those places. 
Hey, guess what, Matt? What? It is time for the No Google Trivia Challenge. I am too smart. I am too smart. S-M-R-T. I mean S-M-A-R-R-T. The No Google Trivia Challenge is for Matt and I. Each challenge each other with three trivia questions. One easy, one medium, one hard. And try and stump the other. This is a new season, Matt. We're starting fresh once again. New rules. Mm-hmm. And I lost last season. I will be recording a video of myself singing. I, I, I'm gonna, I have some ideas. So I'm going to bounce some off of Matt and see what he thinks about it. I want to do something a little interesting with it, but we'll see what comes. Uh, I'll, as soon as I have the video done, I will be putting it on all our social media places. We don't have a wa- we don't know what our wager is yet for this season. If you have recommendations, what it could be, send them in. Any of, any of the social media places as well. I would prefer ones that don't involve eating torturous foods. Yeah, yeah, it, no food more. We're, that, we're we're done with eating stuff. I mean, if you if I find if it's something really compelling and interesting that also probably won't maim us, I will consider it. But you know, you guys are smart, and so you know, some Simpsons related wager. We'll crowdsource this. However, we do have a little bit of a twist on the rules in this season, season nine, is that all of our questions are going to be from episodes we've already covered. So prior, as we go, they will, of course, be added, but everything we've already done. Um, we're up in the difficulty. Mm, are we? Well, we're up in the difficulty because it's it's harder to come up with questions that both of us know off the top of our head in these seasons. So I feel like it'll be harder. I don't, it's, it's no longer surface level questions. I don't know if it's going to be any harder. I think it's also going to help people who haven't watched season nineteen. Well, yeah, every they go watch season nineteen. It's pretty good. Uh, time, Matt. Things take time. Well, they do, but you know, it's you can watch it in the background. That's not really okay. We're not going to have this discussion. I'll start us off, Matt, with an easy question. All of these questions are from Marge first the monorail. Ooh, a former number one. Yeah, former number one. Burns is fined how much money after being caught by the EPA dumping nuclear waste nu- nuclear waste in the park? I'm going to say $3 million. You're correct. All right. That's correct. All right, your easy question. Mm-hmm. Who is first offered free cable in Homer versus Lisa and the Eighth Commandment? That would be Ned Flanders. Ah, you are correct, sir. And he turns it down. He does. He's a Outra- fine, upstanding he- citizen. Outraged, even. All right. Your medium question, Matt. I don't know if this is hard enough, but whatever. Marge meets Sebastian Cobb in what town? Oh. All right. Give me a sec. I have to work through the dialogue in my head. Oh, God. I'm going to say North Haverbrook. You are correct. Oh, phew. It is North Haverbrook. that or Ogdenville. I couldn't remember. It is North Haverbrook. <laughs> All right. Your medium question. Uh, what is the title of the big fight in Homer versus Lisa in the Eighth Commandment? The, the big boxing match. Oh, it's Tatum versus someone. Uh, yeah. Tatum, Dredger Tatum. That's the first. I think that's the first time we see Dredger Tatum, too. Um, it is. I'm actually, I'll, I'll let you know, I'm not looking for Tatum versus somebody. They call it something special in the commercial. That's what I'm right. looking for. Yes, I, I know. It's like a Thrilla Manila type title for it. Yes. Exactly. Um, it is, oh, it's something really, it's because Tatum just gets out of jail, I think. And it's like him getting revenge on society or something. That's what I think. That's what I remember from it. Although that might be from uh, the Homer They Fall. Um. It is, it is, hmm, it's like, is it the final something? The final, I don't remember. I have no idea. No, no guess at all? The, the final showdown. That's a bad idea. I'm that's sorry, is he about to knock the other guy out? Oh, yeah, that's, I was thinking of something. I was probably thinking too much of the Homer, Homer They Fall. Okay, yeah. your hard question. We see an ad in Marjorie's Monorail for Truckasaurus the movie. Who stars as the voice of John Truckasaurus? Uh, Marlon Brando. Ah! <laughs> yes. I hate you. God. Sorry, Robbie. You're killing me. I'm going to die. How do All you know right. that Are so easily? Your... Oh, okay. Yes, I'm ready for my hard question. I'm a Julius Open car. I don't I remember. Do a good Brando, I, but... That's a terrible. That's the worst Brando I've ever I know, heard. I know. Oh, okay. I, don't, I, I didn't remember that. I had to look that up. Okay. What's, yeah. what's my hard question? 
All right, your hard question. What is the name of the adult channel in Homer versus Lisa and the Eighth Commandment? Oh, oh man. Dang it. Is it? Uh, hmm. I'm just, I'm just destined to fail forever. No. <laughs> um, it is. It made me think of that awful show that was on after wrestling forever. Uh, Silk Stockings. I remember it. It, that was what, that's what it always reminded me of. Um, it's not obviously it's not it's not the Playdo channel. It's like one of those. It's like something like I know it was probably playing off Skinamax or something along those lines. Ah oh, man. Um, oh, is it Top Hat? Is that your final answer? Sure. Yes, you are correct. Uh, okay, thank God. It is the Top Hat channel. I remember, I was like, okay, let me think of... And then, like, that Top Hat flashed across my memory. All right. That's a really bad name. Congratulations, Robbie. That's not a good name. Yeah, I'm only down two points. I'm, it's, a, it's a relative high for me. It's only two instead of, like, 20. I know what I have to... I see what I have to do. I see what I have to do to win. Gonna have to get down and dirty. That's what it's gonna take. Yep, down and dirty. That's what it's gonna take. Yep. Uh, we move on to our final segment. Segment we end every single episode with, and it's time for best episode ever. Best episode ever. Best episode ever is the part of the show. Matt and I rank the, episode, rank the episodes categorically as we watch them chronologically, eventually compiling a list of every episode ever and how good they are. Where does this one go, Matt? City of New York versus. <sighs> it's a tough one. I'm, I'm I, the only. I, I kind of want to compare it to uh, the Mysterious Voyage of Homer, but. I don't know if that's an apt comparison. What do you think? Um, I think you. I, I don't know. I would compare it most directly to "You Only Move Twice." I think okay it, because they're both outside of Springfield stories mostly. I think it's just reversed in this case because "You Only Move Twice." It's like the family is suffering while Homer is succeeding is you know succeeding, while that's true. In this episode, is the the opposite. The family is happy as tourists in New York City while Homer is miserable. Um, I don't think it's as good as "You Only Move Twice." I think it's no, very. No, I, 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 I don't know. I think it's that it's not necessarily. There's not necessarily a bunch of like quote unquote character in it, but I think this episode does is saying a, is something about how you what happens when you take the family out of their their safe environment. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, it shares. I think also a lot with Marjorie's the monorail, and that is also like madcap zany fun. A lot of it with. Yeah, Homer, that's definitely true. Homer driving with the boot and like the crazy carriage ride and the the musical. I think it's a lot of that. Oh, it's a tough one. I though. also want to kind of compare it to scenes from the class struggle in Springfield, uh, where it, it, Homer has this goal he has in mind, and everyone else just kind of doesn't really want to be involved and get it in and out as quickly as possible. And scenes from the class struggle in Springfield is. Uh, it's kind of the same thing. Marge has this task she really wants to do, and the uh, family is basically not with her at all. They don't actively fight against her like uh, the rest of the family does against Homer in this episode, but it's kind of similar. Okay, is this better than Marge or Samonrail? I would say no. I mean, it's it's a lot of fun, but that episode is so iconic. Uh, I mean, the song alone is amazing. Okay, well, let's say, is it better than Scenes from a Class Struggle in Springfield? Hmm, I would say it's a little better than that because it's just so much fun and you get a, a good look at what makes Homer Homer, especially when he's taken out of Springfield. Okay, let's go. How about, is it better? Is it better than Marge, Marge Be Not Proud? Oh, that's a tough one to compare just because it's it's so incredibly different. I would say probably yes. Uh, I, I think so, but it just... It's more interesting, essentially. Like more fun stuff goes on. It doesn't really have the character moments. You get a, you get a little bit of character development, but not as much as in that. It's tough. I would say put it right behind Bart's comment, right above Marge being not proud. I could definitely do that. Okay. Put it, it that puts it at eighteen. Pretty high. Season nine's uh, looking good already. I mean, don't get ahead of yourself. <laughs> I think. I don't know. I think season is a very interesting thing. I'm I'm interested to see what we think about it as we move on. Uh, and this is still a Oakley and Weinstein episode. The the they the first I think two or three episodes are theirs, and then you move on to Scully. I think was the showrunner. So this is still technically like the same run from season eight. It just was pushed to the next season. Because season eight was already gigantic. 
Well, they, I mean, season eight started with season seven run episodes. Like, they do that all the time. Like, they have yeah. a few in the hopper in case there's production delays or something. Um, but that will put City of New York for Summer Simpson at number 18. Number one is still Homer's Enemy. Number, number, let's see, last, number 169, Homer's Odyssey. Won't be there forever. I promise. Our next episode, Matt, speaking of the highs and lows of season nine, <laughs> is Principal and the Popper. It's going to have some interesting conversations some, around it. Some con- I'm really excited about it, honestly. I I don't hate it. I think it's very interesting. I think it's very it's a weird experiment that I think will give us stuff to talk about. But that's next. Next week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find all uh, the best episodes ever list at our website, thesimpsonshow.com. Links to everything there, to our Facebook, to our Twitter, to our RSS feed, to our Patreon, if you throw, want to throw the show a couple dollars. We'd really appreciate it. I think that'll do it for us this week. You can find me online on Twitter, at Robbie Dorman. Uh, check out my other podcast, The Handsome Boys Comics Hour. It's about comic books. And The Serial Fanaticist. It's about a lot of different, crazy different things that I like and want to talk about. Mm. Matt does not participate in social media, unless a certain level of Patreon backer, you will not find him. Uh, that's true. However, uh, during the eclipse, I will be using everyone's distraction to steal everything. So uh, if you want to leave a message, uh, type it, tape it to your valuables, and I will pick it up as I'm stealing them well, in the two minutes that everyone is, you know, distracted. I'm good. I'm not looking at the sun. Yeah, me neither. That's that's for crazy people. It's a trick. Yep. It's a trick. That's when they get you. That's when they that's get when you. That's when I'm going to get them. That, yeah. See? See? I'm Robbie. And I'm Matt. And I keep watching this episode. Shh.